0: Where we want to start. First of all. Amen. Hey, you heard from God. I'm telling you, go to John 1. But first, so again, it's not about you know names and people and all those things. Amen. Um, you know, I just take it, you know, it's just an honor to be here, to be a blessing. Um, you know, Pastor Guy reached out to me and you know, I just look at it this way. God reached out to me and said, "Hey, you want to share and be a blessing to your family here tonight?" So that's how I'm looking at it. <clears throat> yes. So this my family. This you know, I'm a member of the church, just like you are. Um, I see a lot of faithful, faithful members here, and um, you know, I just look at it as you know, here's an opportunity to see God's fruit in our ministry and what's going on here in this church, and just share. What God's put on my heart and to bless you. Amen. So, did y'all find John chapter 1 yet? What did Brother Van say? In the beginning, it says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. So, I just want to start out with, with prayer now. Father, I just come to you right now in the name of Jesus. I just thank you, Lord, for just. Just being a blessing here for your word. I just thank you, Lord, for your anointing, Lord. I just thank you, Lord, it's not my words, Father God, but your word that's speaking here into the hearts here tonight. You know what everybody needs here tonight, Father God. And I just thank you, Lord, that the Holy Spirit is just going to work in through your word, Father God, and make your word come alive in each and every heart here tonight, Father. And I just thank you for it in Jesus' name. Amen. amen. So if I was going to give a title to this... Um, I kind of gave you just a little thought, and God just kind of showed me life's journey in the light. Amen? How many of y'all know that in your life today, whether you're, you know, and you may not realize it, but you've been on a journey. And uh, all of our journeys started at different places, amen? Um, some of us trying to figure out what in the world's going on, amen? Um, we're all at different places, and have been at different places, and um, so I just kind of want to, you know, show you through God's Word, you know, God's purpose and what God, God's life and what His journey, what He wants for us. And so, and kind of make a distinction between the natural life and then the spiritual life. Because there's two different lives. There's two different um, lives that we walk through. And then not only that, you know, there's a light that's on the inside of each and one, every one of us. When you're born again, when you accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior... There's a light that turned on. And I think a lot of times, you know, sometimes we go through the motions of things. Sometimes, you know, we experience this supernatural change in our life, and we don't really understand it. You know, all of us are trying to, you know, we struggle trying to understand what it, something happened, but I don't know what it is. Amen? But, you know, the good news is, how many of y'all have your word tonight? Have your, or your electronic Bible? Amen? So here, here's our guidebook right here. Amen. So let's, work, so let's go ahead and get started. Again, let's, let's start again with, in John chapter 1, and I'll start with uh, verse 1 and go through verse 5. It says, In the beginning was the Word, amen, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He, is, he was in the beginning with God. All things were made through Him, and without Him nothing was made that was made. In Him was life. Everybody say life. Life. And the life, say Life was the light of men. And the light shines in the darkness. Amen? And the darkness did not comprehend it. So when I kind of was looking at this, and and I did realize, you know, there was a time in my life, light started, you know, God, God's light was shining on my life. He was working on me. He was showing himself real to me. I didn't get it at first, you know. I was in darkness. Um, but then all of a sudden, you know, the light turned on, and I was at a point in my life, and of course, you know, it was, I can still remember it like yesterday. I was six years old, and it was through the media. I'm a believer in the media, but it was, you know, it's not the same media today. But you know what? It was somebody who was on TV. I was just early in the morning, woke up as a kid, and just was watching a show. At the end, they, they asked if you wanted to know Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior. And like I said, I remember it like yesterday. Something changed that day. Um, so let's go to First John, John 1. And again, the thing, too, I learned, too, you start using an electronic Bible, and then you go back to your old Bible. Your, your memorization of where things flipped and where things go, sometimes it's not always in sync. That's all right, though. We'll work through it. So, John chapter one, 1 John chapter 1. Again, we here we go again. It says, That which was from the beginning, which we have heard and which we have seen with our eyes, so again, he's talking about the beginning again, which we have looked upon with our hands have handled concerning the word of life. So he's, so now we're talking about, you know, this is um, John, and he's talking about, with, you know, with his disciples, you know, he's talking about the word of life. He's talking about a time where, you know, uh, our hands have handled it, you know, and then he talks about the life was manifested. You know, that life was manifested around us. And he says, we, you know, And we have seen and bear witness and declare to you that eternal life which was with the Father and was manifested in us, that which we we have seen and heard and declare to you that you also may have fellowship with us, and truly our fellowship is with the Father and with his Son, Jesus Christ. So I went back and I looked up this word life, and I was like, what's he talking about here? There's a lot of talk here about life and light, Um, in the word of life, and he's talking about in the beginning was the word, and then he's talking about the life. So if you look at that word life in the Greek, um, the Greek word is zoe. And what that means is internal life of God, the divine life uniquely possessed by God. Amen? So it's, you know, divine means it's supernatural. So there's a life that was in the Word and it was in the beginning. And not only that, it's the Word of Life. And the life was manifested... So when you ask Jesus Christ to be Lord of your life and when you're born again, that life was, was created on the inside of you. That Zoe life, it wasn't just your normal, everyday life. It's something changed on the inside of you. And, you know, and not only that, you know, it was a divine life. And like I said, I, and, then, and then not only that, also that life fed that light that's on the inside of you, that change. You know, you notice as you grow and you mature in, in God, people start seeing you different. Amen? And in that light, you know, that life feeds the light. That Zoe life feeds that light inside of you. You know, as you continue to meditate in God's Word and apply the Word, in the, you know, that life starts coming alive on the inside of you. Amen? So I just want to stop here and just kind of show you a little bit of this, because I think, you know, as we go this journey and we start walking this walk, like I said, there's a lot of, you know, we're all different places and we struggle with different things. But I just want to, we're going to show this skit now. Lisa, if you're ready. Kind of give you a, a visual because that's kind of what we're living in today. <laughs> you get it? It's an interrupting no. cow. He interrupts. That's Come what he does. On. He's a moo, right? right? It's so dumb. It's a knock, dumb. knock it's joke. Dumb. It's funny. Hey, Laura. Oh, oh. Oh. The Lord is I. my shepherd. I shall not want. He right. makes me lie down in green pastures. What are you doing? It's me. It's Jesus. Lord, we take up our cross every day for you. Oh, thank you. Uh, But the cross is where it begins, not end. Thou art the beginning and the end, Lord Alpha and Omega. It's all about you, Jesus. Uh, Guys, I I just want you to be real with me. (laughs) You are the air I breathe. (laughs) You are the air I breathe. (laughs) Drew, I think it's great when you worship me. Oh, yes. Praise you, Lord Jesus. It's just that sometimes it feels like you're putting on a show. Oh, Jesus, please forgive me for putting on a show and oh, being fake. Uh, okay, I, I forgive you. Oh, praise you okay. for your okay. grace. Lord Jesus, thank you. Guys, just say what you would normally say. Praise alleluia. No, I mean, like, you know, if, if we were talking, you know, say what you'd say. Okay, um, Drew, tell us a joke. What? Yeah, I mean, you know, like you were before. Thou art holy, Lord. That's not a joke. No, I, I didn't mean that. What are you guys doing? Jesus, we're living for you just like we always do. Don't live for me. Live in me. When you live in me, you'll understand who you are and what you're living for. I just want something a little bit deeper. But if this is all you want, We see ourselves in that you know I think there's times where you know Jesus you know the father he's a gentleman you know he's a faithful God and um, you know what I saw there was a faithful God it says okay if this is what you want I'll just I'll just be here amen how many times have we've done that mm. but you know the goodness of God mm. It says, taste and see that the Lord is good. You know, take it a little bit further. You know, press in. And I know we're trying to, you know, in this journey, we're all trying to figure things out. We got a lot of things going on up here. Amen? But you know what? Keep pressing in God's word. Keep pressing in that Zoe life, that supernatural life through his word, and that light gets brighter and brighter. You know, and God, uh, uh, you know, shine lights in different areas that you're struggling with, you know, to help you grow. you know, and I think a lot of times, though, we get, we get, and again, it's just, you know, this mental state up here, you know, where we're trying to figure it out, and we don't realize that, man, we can really get close to God, and He really cares about the things that you care about. He gives you the desires of your heart. You know, He cares about every little detail in your life, every need that you have, and He says He'll supply, you know, whatever that need is. Tomorrow, he, that need, immediate need right now, might be just gas money to get to work tomorrow. And I'm just telling you, God's faithful, and he, if that's where you're at and that's what you need, He'll get you that gas money. But I just want to challenge you, and you know, you can press a little bit further with Him. You know, um, God, He will give, He'll supply gas money from here into eternity. Amen. As you continue to end it, but I think it's one of those things where, as you grow and get stronger in Him and trust, and you know, it's this trust thing. Um, and have more faith in him. And, and uh, you know, in this journey, like I said, we call life, um, you know, your faith gets stronger and stronger. Um, you know, you can start believing for more things. More, You know, again, I can go back the last 25 years and we can be here for a year. All the things God's done in my family's life. You know, and it's just awesome to go back and see that. It just makes you stronger. and makes you more great. And not only that, it makes you more thankful. Amen? It makes you more, you know, humbled. You know what God will do for you, you know, and it's not in your own strength. And I think there's a lot of times we try to do things in our own strength. Um, so let's uh, let's go to actually let's go to we'll skip over to Philippians chapter two, verse twelve. So it says, therefore, my beloved, as you have always obeyed, not as not as in my presence only, but how much you more in my absence, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. Amen. For it is God who works in you both to will and to do for His good pleasure. Do all things without murmuring and complaining, that you may become blameless and harmless, children of God without fault in the midst of a crooked and perverse generation. I mean, you know, we're living in that generation right now. Amen. Among whom You shine as lights in this world. So there's that word light again. Hold fast to the word of life. There we see word and life again. And that's the same Greek word, zoe life, that supernatural life. So that I may rejoice in the day of Christ and that I have not run in vain or labeled in vain. Amen? But let's go back up to where it says, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. And I think a lot of times we look at that, we look at that in our natural abilities I think a lot of times we look at that and we do, you know, we work that out in our own natural strength. Um, but if you look up the word salvation in, um, in the Greek as well, um, it's deliverance from the power effects of, the sin, of sin, power and effects of sin. It says deliver, health, save, saving, welfare, prosperity, preservation, safety. Amen. So let's put that in perspective. Work out your own salvation. Work out your own deliverance from the power and effects of sin. Amen? But it's not working. (laughs) And again, it's not your own, though. It's in that life. So if we read down, right, he's talking about holding fast the word of life. You're working out through the word and through the Zoe life, that supernatural life that's on the inside of you. It's God in you and not your own strength. Amen? And where we draw that strength in Christ is through his word. And that's why you'll start seeing there's a correlation between word, life, and light. You know, um, it's just they always are close together and everywhere in God's word. Um, so, again, like I said, a lot of the problems are we try to work it out in our own abilities. And once we, and I've done that. And in my early phase is not in the early journey. You know, when it comes to, you know, all us at one point, you know, we need jobs. If we don't work, we don't eat. Amen? You know, I was believing God for a job, and, you know, God did open up a door for me. Um, and actually, every job I've had, you know, God has opened doors, but there was a time I did my own, you know, working for a job. So I got a job on first shift, second shift, and I worked on the weekend, all three at the same time. How y'all think that worked out? <laughs> Tired? <laughs> Tired? And not only that, financially, you think, whoo, man, he's bringing home some dough." Working for those hours, well, actually, no. <laughs> and what I found out when I did the math, and I said, "Well, God, kind of—that's one of those things where you learn." You know, how many know you know? It's things you you learn. I always start—you learn a the hard way or the easy way. Amen. I just recommend everybody learn the easy way. Let God. What I'm t- telling you here is, you know, <clears throat> tap into God's Zoe life type it, tap it, tap in to that supernatural life in relationship with Jesus through his word so you can, we can live an easier life. Now again, when you say that, you gotta be, I don't want to, you know, you know the word of God says trials and tribulations will come. Amen? But he said what? Be of good cheer. I've already overcame the world. You know, you're going to get through it. And I think now even there's time that I go through things and I'm kind of like, you know what? I just went through something and And I didn't even feel it, (laughs) Amen. I just want to encourage you. You can get there. You know, there's a point you can get to that. And again, this has nothing to do with me. You know, it just has to do with my. You know, me just allowing God to be to you know work through me and and allowing God just to work things out without me having to do it in my own with my own abilities, my own strength. Amen. Because I'm telling you, there's times. Ooh, it's hard work and a lot of wear and tear if you do when you do it on your own. Amen. All right, let's see where we're going to go here. Um, let's go to, let's look at 2 Timothy chapter 3. Again, just want to highlight the zoe life, that supernatural life, the distinction between the natural and the supra. I'll just, we'll start with chapter 1 just because it is relevant for today. Um, 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 1, But know this, that in the last days perilous times will come. Amen. For men will be lovers of themselves, lovers of money, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, unloving, unforgiving, slanderous, without self-control. Amen. Brutal, despisers of good, traitors, headstrong, haughty, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God, having a form of godliness but denying its power. You know, there, there's some that are playing church. There's some that are, um, you know, playing a religious role. And uh, I just, you know, that's, that's just a scary place to be. Um, and it says, and such people turn away. Amen. And let's just go down to verse 10. It says, but you have carefully followed my doctrine. It says, manner of life. Purpose, faith, long-suffering, love, perseverance, persecution, afflictions, which happened to me at Antioch. And I'll skip down. He says, what persecutions I endured. Now, I, I like the word he put that. He said, put, what persecutions? Amen. I don't think it was just a persecution. He said, what persecutions? There's an S behind it. But I think he highlighted what, and I think it was, you know, there were some persecutions he went through. I think the awesome thing, though, he says, and out of them all, what? The Lord delivered me. I don't think the Lord delivered him on his own natural abilities, amen? On him just living his life and living that, you know, Zoe life trying to, uh, you know, just make it through the day and through the week, amen? I think there's something a little bit a little different. You know, there's something a little bit different there on the inside. And then go down to verse 14. It says, but as for you, continue in the things which you have learned, and been assured of, knowing from whom you have heard them, and that from childhood you have known the Holy Scriptures. See, so God's Word getting in there again. Which you're able to make you wise for salvation. There's that word salvation again. Make you wise for your deliverance from the power and effects of sin. Amen? So the Holy Scripture can help you be wise in, as you're working out that salvation, as you're walking this journey in life as you're... And I liked it where I heard um, Casey Treat talk about salvation. Um, salvation is like the muscles in your body. You know, um, it's just it's something you just work it out. It gets stronger and stronger. If you stay, you know, if you got a good training program or staying healthy, you know, it just gets stronger as you work it out. So on the spiritual side of that, and that spiritual life it's on the inside of you, as you study God's Word and get stronger and stronger inside, you're building, you're getting stronger. Amen. And he talks about here, he says, all Scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction. He says, uh, in righteousness. How many of you know we need some instruction? Amen? How many of you know we need some correction? Amen? Whew. And reproof. Thank God. So when we get in this word, and again, if, and I just want to challenge you, you know, If this word's not coming alive, you know, when you're spending time in it, you know, I want to challenge you. Press in. You know, I I know I've I've said this before, you know, in times I was able to, you know, God's blessed me to share. You know, uh, just challenge you for 30 days if you haven't done this before. You know, and again, it's not studying a uh, whole, you know, book in the Bible or a whole chapter. Just spend time in God's word 30 days in a row. Guaranteed it's going to change your life. Guarantee it. Guarantee something's going to jump off that page and slap you. Amen? And it's one of those good holy slaps. I like those. Because you know what? Not only is it because it's God coming alive, and it's just not a storybook. Amen? It's not a storybook. It's, it's the tangible God that, you know, that's going to keep you solid and grounded. It's the tangible God that you know no matter what circumstances in front of you no matter what's going on beside you behind you under you doesn't matter you can stand and stand for. and stand and you can trust and know that God's going to see you through it no matter what it is amen and I'll just a little side note here down here I'll just say this is this is what I this is this is just testimony of what I'm doing tonight right um Timothy, 2 Timothy chapter 4, verse 2 says, Preach the word, be ready in season, out of season. Amen. <laughs> Convince, rebuke, exhort with all longsuffering and teaching. Amen. So I just encourage you, you know, as, and again, I'm, you know, I'm just a follower of Christ and, you know, able to share. Um, but, you know, be ready. Um, there's going to be times when that light that's shining on the inside of you, as you develop this Zoe life on the inside of you, it's going to be seen. There's people around you that's going to see it. Um, and really, this is kind of where God's want me to show y'all um, and share is, you know, the separation between the natural and living in God's supernatural. In when I say supernatural, here's what I mean. Um, it was like yesterday, I remember it, but, you know, it was a few years back. But I know when I started my journey and, you know, and, and was studying God's Word, praying in the Spirit, you know, staying prayed up. You know, I went to work one day and, and you know, there's just a presence of God was just everywhere at my workplace. And I was like, "What in the world is going on? This ain't natural." But not only that, just I heard just pray, pray, pray. I'm like, "Okay, what in the world?" And it's not only that; it was like, "Pray for this guy." I was like, "Who's this guy? What are you talking about?" It's, I mean, I'm talking like something was moving me through this warehouse strategically, taking me somewhere. And I'm like, I'll, "And this was my first experience, you know, and just how God's presence, how you when you, as you walk." In his word and, and just, you know, this journey of life, like I was saying, in, in the light, you know, it, it can take you. And, you know, and again, I'm, I'm, I'm saying this just to encourage you that, you know, God wants to use each and every one of us. As we continue to grow and get full of God's word, these are things that could happen. And these are things waiting to happen because, again, throughout, I could probably stay here all day and how many different situations God put me in and at the workplace and things to share. But anyway, so long story short, so here, all of a sudden, I show up and here's this guy on a forklift. And you got a picture. Of this is a guy with dreads, you know, all the way down to his, you know, to his back of his knees, I guess. And, uh, you know, big long beard and, uh, you know, real skinny guy. And I'm just like, okay. You want me to pray to this guy? Okay. You know, just totally in the world. You could tell he's totally living the world. But the God was all over him. And even he looked at me and he's like, what's going on? I said, well, <laughs> I'm just telling you what's going on. I, I said, as far as I'm concerned, it's God's what's going on, and God wants me to pray for you. And uh mm. so <clears throat> I prayed for him and didn't not realize he was a preacher's kid. <laughs> Amen. So he was a preacher's kid. So, you know, and then you know, I saw him months later, and and uh, you know, and I could tell God really changed his life. You know, but it was God, not me. All I was doing was just <laughs> You know, at the time, again, I was talking about this life's journey in the light. As I was staying in the light of God and the light of God's word, you know, God, I was just in a position where God decided to use me that day. Amen? So, you know, I just want to encourage you guys. And like I said, I can talk about other testimonies and even just recent ones where, you know, God's put me in a certain place and, and uh, been able to minister people. But I just saying that to, that as you, you know, there's a purpose for us. It's not when, you know, when you're born again, when you accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, it doesn't stop there. Mary, I shared with you, you know, I was born again at six years old. But man, there's a huge gap of <laughs> was going on between I was six years old and I was 21. Huge gap, because I didn't know any better. I was just living life, the natural life, because there was no, you know, I wasn't enlightened and taught and shown about this Zoe life, this supernatural life. There's something a little bit different on the inside, you know. There, God, when you live in, when you're in Him, there's, you know, there's something different. There's, there's a change there. Amen. And then, like I said, now I'm learning. 25 plus years later i guess it still hasn't changed meaning god is still there it's still the same you know it's it's the same journey but a different place and but god's still you know still light he still wants to work through us he still wants us to continue to grow and work out our salvation in him not in us amen all right where are we going to go now let's go to romans 8 Amen? I know, amen. Thank God. <laughs> um, so, 8 chapter 1, we'll go through 17, or, yeah, 1 through 17, it says, There is therefore no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus. Amen? But how many of y'all know that enemy, that devil, condemnation tries to come in every time. You ain't good enough. Look what you did today. Woo child of light huh you know who that came from your spouse uh-huh. did I say that <laughs> or your family member they're going to tell you amen that friend, good friend of yours amen <laughs> oh anyway <laughs> but therefore there is no condemnation amen for those who walk in Christ Jesus who do not walk according to the flesh but according to the spirit for the law of the spirit of life there's that word life What life is that? For the law of the Spirit of life in Christ Jesus, that Zoe life in Christ Jesus, has made me free from the law of sin and death. Amen? Let's go down to verse 6. For to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. There's that word life again. Zoe life. That internal life of God that divine life uniquely possessed by God. Because the carnal mind is in, in enmity against God, for it is not subject to the law, nor indeed can be. Um, so then, those who are in the flesh cannot please God. Amen? So a lot of times when we get in our natural state and we have our natural abilities, you know, we can't please God that way. Now, here comes that condemnation again. Amen? But let me just encourage you. You know, regardless where you, some of us have been in the Lord for a little while, been running this journey, running this race, you know, I think there's, you know, we need to be encouraged, those who are still young in the race. You know, that condemnation is going to come, and you're going to make mistakes. You're going to bump your head on this journey. But glory to God, stay in the light. Um, don't be like, what did Adam and Eve do? When they, when they messed up, messed up what they do? They ran. You know, that's the most natural thing for us to do is run. Every time we make a mistake, what happens? When we see the police on the side of the road, what do we do? We slow down. Amen? (laughs) But you know what? Again, stay in God's Word. Stay on the course. Um, Everything's going to come at you because, you know, the the enemy does not want you in this place. He doesn't want you in the Word, and he doesn't want you in this Zoe life. He doesn't want you to understand that there is a separation. There's a change that happened on the inside of you when you got born again. He doesn't want you to know that because there's trouble. You know, because you're going to, that light's going to shine on the inside of you and it's going to change others around you as you grow in it. Amen? All of a sudden now these purple chairs are filling up because of that light that's in the side of you because people are going to see you got something I don't have and where are you going to church? Amen? Amen. Where do we want to go? Um, well, let's go down to verse twenty-six. Likewise, the Spirit also helps us in our weakness. Amen. For we do not know how we should pray as we ought, but the Spirit itself makes intercessions for us with groanings cannot be uttered. He says, "Now he." Who searches the hearts knows that knows what the mind of the Spirit is because he makes intercessions for the saints according to the will of God. Amen. And we know that all things work together for good for those who love God. Amen. That's not natural. Hello. Regardless of what you're going through, in the end it's gonna work out. That's not natural. How many of y'all like that supernatural? That's how we life, amen? Um, And again, it says, to those who are called according to his purpose. Amen. We skip up to verse 37, which I love this. Yet in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. That's not natural. (laughs) More than conquerors. Devil, you don't like that, do you? Amen. He's a punk. And we're more than a conqueror. It doesn't matter what he does. He, he's lost. He's already lost. It's Sorry. But again, I know circumstances and things come in our life. Amen. And, you know, we don't always know what to do and how to handle it. But I just want to encourage you, man. Just reach out to your brothers and sisters in the Lord, you know. Um, but also, you know, first reach out into God's Word and try to find out. Let this guide you. Tap into the supernatural here. Amen. All right, so I guess yeah. So we're going into some of the roadblocks and speed bumps in this journey. Um, again, I think let's go to John uh, ten ten. I've still got some time left. Like I said, I just had a lot of notes and scriptures, and just said, "Hey God, let's go where you want to go." Amen. Because y'all don't want to hear what I have to say. Amen. I'm just saying, y'all better press in. Don't press into me. We're pressing the hymn and the word. Um, so again, let's talk about roadblocks and speed bumps that come in your, in your life, right? Um, John 10, 10. The thief comes, or the thief does not come except to steal, amen, and to kill and to destroy. There's the enemy's trying to come in there, and he don't play. Now, you know, just for time's sake, uh, you know, remember like it was yesterday, even I don't remember the accident, but... In December uh, December 1995, as time goes by, um, the devil had a plan. You know what he had a plan? He had a plan to knock out the McCall family, kill me, my wife, and my two children. But it didn't happen, amen? So, you know, he came to try to steal us that day. I was in a car accident. Mary was supposed to be in a car, but it was a blessing that her father got off work early, which is a miracle. He don't ever get off work early. I dropped her off. And then, not even ten minutes later, I was in a car wreck that I shouldn't have survived. The car was wrapped around me. The only thing that was safe was the or intact was the seat I was sitting in. They had to cut me out. Uh, you know, I'm not even supposed to have use of my right arm. And anyway, but the, again, the biggest thing is, you know, that was the time when Mary was pregnant with Jordan and Zoe wasn't even. Uh, you know, he she was thought about because we had her name, but. Uh, um, but anyway, the enemy tried to try try to tried to knock us out. Amen? But glory to God, it didn't work, devil. Amen? And not only that, the beginning of this year, he tried to knock out Jordan in a car wreck that he shouldn't have walked away from. I'm going to show you the pictures. But he walked away with just a few scratches. But you know what, devil? It didn't work. Amen? And then he says, this continues, he says, I have come, glory to God, that you may have life. What kind of life? What kind of life? Just a natural, hey, get-by life? No. That you may have a Zoe life that when destruction comes, you can be delivered. You can be protected. Don't try to figure it out because, like I said, I have no memory. I can't even remember what happened in an accident today. But I, I don't really care to know about what happened. I just know today I'm here, amen, by God's grace and love. But you know, again, he says that you may have life and that they may have it more abundantly. That's not normal. I'm just, get it, that's not normal. He wants you to have it abundantly. What I'm saying is the natural. That's supernatural. God is above and beyond everything we can ask or think. Still today. He's the same as yesterday, today, and forever. He doesn't change. Ooh, glory to God, I'm glad he doesn't change. I don't know about y'all, but I've been through a lot of changes in life. And I just want you, my personality hates change. I just, I hate change. If there's one thing I hate, it's change. And the hate's not a big word in my in my vocabulary. Um, but you know what? God has a sense of humor. I spent 95% of my career and background in the work in the, you know, in the distribution industry in startup operations. Let me tell you something. If you're in a startup operation, you're gonna go through so much change, it's unbelievable. I'm talking more changes because it's like it's so funny. I had one guy I worked with. He he used to come over to my desk and and he would always mess do stuff like this, mess stuff around because he knew I couldn't stand it. But then you know I was like, okay, that's good. All right, I'm over it, God. Let's change every day. Let's change every hour. But you know it's good that you know, but God doesn't change. He's faithful and he's somebody you can rely on every time, regardless of what's going on around you. And you can also learn how to deal with change, and he can help you with that. Amen. Um, by showing that he's stable. Um, all right, where else do we want to go here? Amen. So let's go to Romans six, because the other challenge we run into is good old self. Amen. That old man. Hmm. Anybody deal with that old man? Hmm. That old man. He shows up on this little journey, man. We're, this journey called life in the light. We're just cruising. And then what happens? Huh? Romans 6.6, 6, it says, Knowing this, that our old man was crucified with him, and that the body of sin might be done away with, and that we should no longer be slaves to sin. Amen? For he who has died has been freed from sin. Now, if we died with Christ, we believe that we shall also live with him, knowing that Christ... Having been raised from the dead, dies no more. Death no longer has dominion over us. Amen? Let's go to Ephesians 4. And I am reading out of News King James, if you had not figured that out yet. Okay, cool. We're good. Um, what did I say? 4 verse 20. It says, but you have not so learned Christ, if indeed you have heard him and have been taught by him, as the truth is in Jesus, that you put off concerning your former conduct. Amen. The old man which grows corrupt according to deceitful lust. That old man. And he says, And be renewed in the spirit of your mind. Amen. That you, will, that you put on the new man which was created according to God in righteousness and true holiness. Amen. So now, you know, again, there's that separation between the old man and the new man. And like I said, it's, you know, it's that new life, that Zoe life. It's on the inside of you. You know, those things wrestle against each other. You know, in Romans, it talks about that spirit, you know, the things I want to do, I can't do. And there's a big wrestling match going on. You know, we all deal with that in our journey. But again, as we press in, as we press into God's Word, you know, He helps us with that. Wherever we're weak, you know, He's strong. He'll bring... He. You know, I, I remember there was a time when, you know, believe it or not, I had a problem with anger. You know, and I started meditating on God's word, you know, on the, on the in the love chapter, you know. And, you know, every time I try to get, get angry, you know, it said, Bill is patient. I was like, uh, Bill is not patient. <laughs> and she said, love is patient. I was like, uh You know, but like I said, over time, I was able to overcome that, but it's only because of putting that word in my heart is what helped me, amen? That's not normal right it's not natural it's supernatural it over it helped me overcome this flesh this what i was dealing with amen all right let's go to first corinthians verse 15 i know i got a few you know a lot of scriptures here but i just want to hit some key things so some other obstacles that we run into is people amen i know i shared a little bit with the spouse huh amen Oh, we got to have fun with it. <laughs> God is with you at all times. I'll put it that way. Amen, yes. God was with you every day. Amen. So verse 33, what does it say? First Corinthians 1 Corinthians 15: 33, "Do not be deceived." Evil company corrupts good habits. Don't be deceived. Amen. You were doing so good in, in in you know studying God's word and building that light and being that life of light, huh? That old friend from ten years ago knocked on your door. Said, "Hey, what's going on?" Well, what God wants me to highlight tonight, though? Here's that friend, or here's that person that's going to come and says, you know what, you're never going to make it in life. You're nobody and nothing. How many you have heard that one? I did. <laughs> uh, yeah, that worked. But you know what, there are hurts from the past. You know, God uses it, or God, rewind the devil, the enemy, he's going to use people around you to throw those fiery darts. Amen? And to hurt you, to get you away from the church, get you away from God, get you away from your relationship with, with your Father, your Heavenly Father. Three words. But I'm just telling you, it's a lie. Everybody, everybody in this room and everybody that's listening to me, God has a plan. And you do matter. And there is, you know, there is a plan he has for you that you can tap into. And it's a good thing. And it's a, it's a blessing. And it may be just the fact that you're going to church being faithful and, and uh, you know, God's got you stable at a good job you know, and you're, you're blessed. And, you know, at the same time, you're letting your light shine every day and you're blessing those around you at your workplace, at, at church. You know, wherever that is. You know, again, not everybody's called in the fivefold ministry. But there's a place for each and everybody. And everybody matters. And God has a plan for everybody. He knew you before you even were born or even you thought about. Amen? And he has a purpose for each and everybody. But, again, I think specifically God wanted me to bring that out. That, you know what, there's somebody that's been wounded that, you know, has spoken in your life to bring you down. I just want you to know that's a lie. Amen. Stay tap back into God's source. Tap back into this Zoe life. Tap back into the word. Because really I want to highlight tonight, too, is it's God's word, God's life, that fuels that light on inside of you. That light that's inside of you is fueled by God's word and that and his life. You living in him, in his life, in him, in the word. It's all one. If your light's dim. It's because a you, the wor- cares of this world is are, is is infecting you, and you gotten yourself out of God's word and out of this supernatural, um, you know, you, I guess you call it uh, a feeding. <laughs> You're feeding, not feeding on God's word. Amen. Um. For lack of time here, let's um, let me just read this one note here I had about Zoe's life. <laughs> By our natural birth, our human beings possessed the soulish life and the physical life, amen? But when we believe in the Lord Jesus, we are not only redeemed, but we also received divine life, Zoe life, into us. We are born again with the life of God. This brings us back to God's original intention for us, which that we would live his life, amen? God's not interest, interested in human beings becoming refined and cultivated in ourselves. You know, we and I think a lot of times as a Christian, in the church, sometimes we, we're we like, okay, we got God, we're born again, now we can fix ourselves and we can do it, you know, and just in our natural self, you know, we can do all these natural things to get better and do all these good things. But, you know, I just want to, it's more than that, you know. It's, um, you know, he wants us to live this Zoe life. He wants that Zoe life to increase in us and to live out of us and that the riches of that divine life lived out of us will be manifested in our living, and, you know, it'll be manifest for those around us. Amen? And everybody that's around us. And actually, we'll go ahead and, um, well, I'll close with two scriptures here. Let's go to um, 1 Timothy chapter 4. It's actually one of my favorite scriptures, actually. So, one Corinthians, I mean, one Timothy, chapter four. I no, will just start with verse one again because it's still relevant today. Now, the Spirit expressly says in the latter times, some will depart from the faith. Don't understand that because, man, if you taste the goodness of God and stay tapped into God's supernatural, I don't, I can't even try to think on how anybody would do that. But you know, that's the times we're living in, giving heed to deceiving spirits and doctrines of demons. Um, and we'll just skip on down to verse 6. It says, If you instruct the brethren in these things, you will be a good minister of Jesus Christ, nourished in the words of faith and of good doctrine, which you have carefully followed. It gets into talking about reject profane and old f- wife, f- wives' fables and exercise yourself rather to godliness. You know, not get caught up in all the hearsay, right? For bodily exercise profit's good, but godliness is profitable to all, for all things having promise of the life that now is, and you know, of that which is to come. This is a faithful saying and worthy worthy of all acceptance. For to this end, we, lay, we both labor and suffer reproach. Amen? We, you know, there's persecution as we walk this life out. Amen? He goes, because we trust in the living God, you know, who is the Savior of all men, especially of those who believe. So this is the part where, this is my favorite part here. It says, these things command and teach. Let no one despise your youth amen and I think all of us in here regardless of our age we, we have a youth that's on the inside of us amen I think in the spirit there's no age in the spirit amen but he says here he says but be an example to the believers in what? in word in conduct in love in spirit in faith in purity till says Til I, till I come give attention to reading to exhortation to doctrine so there's a lot of the word in there right? It says, do not neglect the gift that is in you. And I think a lot of us, that's our response. We need to start tapping into what that gift is on the inside of you. Amen. I think, you know, that's, that's something we, ha- we need to do. Um, and I'll go down to verse 15. It says, meditate on these things. It says, meditate on what? Meditate on God's Word. Meditate on that Zoe type of life, that lifestyle. It's Zoe, that is a lifestyle. It's not just come to church on Sunday, live whatever on Monday through Saturday. Maybe show up on Wednesday. I was a maybe show up on Wednesday. I was working like crazy, but I'm just tap into the Zoe life, amen? But here's why. Meditate on these things. Give yourself entire to, entirely to them because what happens? What happens when that light shines that your progress may be evident to all? Who's all? Who's all? Everybody that you're around. You know, I think that's what our responsibility is is to grow and develop that light that's on the inside of us. Tap into that supernatural life. And again, I think when you use that word supernatural, everybody's thinking this hero, Captain America or whatever. We're, we're way out there in the left field. No, it's what I was sharing with you. And I, I'm just telling you by experience. I can give you so many testimonies of God just said, do this. I said, okay. You know, and God used and it. And what is funny, though, is every time God's done that and people that, I was able to speak in their life, not because not in my own strength, but because God said do it. And I said, well, I was just obedient." I find out that they had a church upbringing. You know, they were raised in church. They got hurt that certain what some way, but there was a calling on their life as well. But again, that's what I'm getting into. Super- that's not natural for you to have that information and that and that knowing. And I'm just some of y'all out here may have already experienced that too, where you just whatever reason, so and so showed up at Walmart, and you just had to be standing there. And they needed something. And you just, just like well, It was on your heart, and you shared it. And something changed. Amen? I think it's something that practical, just that simple. But he says, take heed, verse 16, to yourself and to the doctrine. Continue in them. For in doing this, you will say both yourself and those who hear you. And hear you, I think it's more than just as y'all are hearing my voice. Seeing you. How you know you can... You can your body language is speaking every day. What you're, you know, how you represent yourself speaks every day. And if you have that light, that Zoe life on the inside of you, you know, um, I'll share this with you. I mean, it, it's, it happens all the time where, you know, all of a sudden I'll come around somebody and they're just using foul language. And all of a sudden they look at me and I'm like, and they go, oops, I'm sorry. But they never, they didn't know I was a Christian. I mean, I'm just saying they just met me, just walked up and started talking. Somebody knew at work. I had a new manager just started last week. He was like, he started just, raw, 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 raw. I was like, okay. But I didn't say anything. And he just went and he goes, you know what? I got a potty mouth. <laughs> I was like, hey. <laughs> you know, but again, it's that light that's on the inside. You know, amen? All right, last scripture. And we'll close, My final closing. Joshua 1 eight. It's just encouraging. Because like I said, you know, the takeaway here, one is that light that's on the inside of you and that life, which is just not a natural life, it's a Zoe life. And well, you know, I think the best thing you ever do is name a kid Zoe. Amen. God bless her. She didn't have a chance. Because you think about it, all you're doing is Zoe. Yeah, we, yeah. Yes, we did. Amen. She didn't have a chance. God bless her. And I think the awesome thing is she already knows she's, knows she's called to the ministry. God bless you. Amen. So here it says in Joshua 1.8, it says, The book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate in it day and night, that you may observe and do according to all that is written in it. Amen. When you're doing what's written in it, what happens? That light is bright. City on a hill. Amen. For then you will make your way prosperous and then you will have good success. I'm just telling you. I know there's the blab it and grabbing and all this, you know, there's all these things out here, and you know, the enemy, I'm telling you again, the devil doesn't want you to have the truth of the God's word in your heart. He's gonna fight you. But I just want you to know regardless of what it looks like, smells like, look, you know, um, God wants you blessed. God wants you to live a successful successful life, you know. Um, He wants you to continue to grow. We're all at different places in this journey of life, everybody in here right now. But I just encourage you to press on. You know, stay in God's Word. Um, You know, stay involved and hooked up in the church, amen. Uh, But more importantly, like I said, stay hooked up in God's Word and, you know, uh, just be a vessel and just be obedient. And again, I guarantee you, there's people around you right now That are counting on you, that God's putting people around you that you can help. And you can help them by staying strong. And and, and I guess, too, you know, it's not just staying strong. Staying strong when you mess up and make a mistake, you know? I think the religious sacred cows out there probably have difficulty with that. But you know what? I know God wants us to live a perfect life. In Him, we can be perfect. But at the same time, you know, if we miss it, Glory to God, we just say, hey, we miss it. And that's why in Proverbs it talks about um, you know when a righteous man falls, you know, in you know, seven times, you know, he gets back up. And that getting back up, maybe that testimony, because somebody's watching you. Dang on, we saw him go down, he got back up. I want that. What is that? He keeps getting up. Amen. All right. Father, I, this is just bow our heads, amen. Father, I-